Do you ever struggle with your fuzzy brain? I do. Welcome to the Uncluttered Office Podcast. Here I share what I've discovered from my challenges with ADHD and chemo brain. I'm your host, Katherine Avery. I'm a former Wall Streeter, now certified productive environment specialist and ADHD productivity coach with well over 20 years of experience in business, office design, and productivity. I'm a badass cancer survivor and thriver, wife, mom of a teen and a cat, and a lifelong geek. I'm old enough now to be proud of it. I've learned that whether we lose our keys, misplace our files, or constantly forget our appointments, we can design a work and home life that is simpler, easier, and fits who we are with our unique brains. I believe that to be truly productive, we need to learn how to be intentionally unproductive. A strange twist for a productivity coach. But hey, I love to ski, sail, and surf. Listen in and learn how to streamline your space and systems so you can be more focused, organized, and have more time to be intentionally unproductive. Hey everyone, I'm Katherine Avery of ProductivityByDesign.com and your host of the Uncluttered Office podcast. It's ADHD Awareness Month. And it's very funny. I'm recording this super late. I'm sure my team is freaking out. This is not in yet. And it's because I have been down the research rabbit hole, which we ADHDers can be notorious for. So it ends up, this topic that I'm about to discuss is so incredibly meeting, meaty, that it's at least two episodes, maybe three. So kind of stay tuned. This is episode one. So today I'm going to talk about what Barclay calls response inhibition, also known as impulse control. But I'm going to back up just a smidge to tell you, in case you didn't know, there are three kinds of ADHD. There's hyperactive, inattentive, and combined type. I'm combined type, so I'm both lucky me, rah, rah. But the great part about that is, is I can speak to both of the other types because I have both. So let's start with what executive function is. And what executive function is, it's really sort of the bottom line is the cognitive control of behavior. And it happens in the prefrontal cortex, which is the front of your brain. It's the most evolved part of our brains. So if you look at our brain, way back at the base of the brainstem is the amygdala, which we also call the lizard brain. So the lizard brain is that fight flight, fear, all the F words really around just respond, not respond, reacting, not responding. Hence, when we talk about response inhibition, you can understand where this is coming from. So what happens is, is our amygdala is running the show in those moments when we're feeling fear, we're freezing, we're fleeing, we're fighting, whatever. and. If we don't learn how to stop, we can't kick the executive function into gear. So ADHDers tend to be a little bit delayed on the brain development. We can be even past the age of 25. Our brain takes a really long time to develop, particularly in the area of executive function. And um, as adults, we can struggle, like Ari Tuckman says, with doing the right thing at the right time. It's hard for us to make responsible choices, to manage details of daily life and hard for us to resist distractions, hence why people call people squirrels, or we joke squirrel, because we're often running to a different bright, shiny object. 
And in daily life, you have to put out a lot of fires, not literally, metaphorically, stuff comes up. And that is even more stressful for people with ADHD because we're already struggling with not having that gap. So one of the things that Tuckman talks about is your skill cycle. And when you have a weak executive function, then you've got chaos. Chaos is going to create overburdened executive functions. And then what do you have? More chaos. So it's this horrible emotional cycle and skill cycle where, you know, you fail, you feel hopeless, you have less effort, and there's more chaos. So Russell Barkley is the one who came up with this idea of response inhibition and impulse control. Tuckman takes Barkley's work and pretty much takes it from a very heavy medical kind of languaging, a very intense sort of professorial languaging, and brings it down into a really manageable way of talking. So when we're talking about the various models around ADHD, I'm primarily talking about Tuckman, Ari Tuckman, fabulous guy. But let's go back to one of the early people who is Russell Barkley. And what he's saying is that response inhibition is about impulse control. It's about holding back a response no matter where you're at. So I love Tuckman's language. So that's what we're going to use. And what Tuckman says is it all starts with stopping, which I also call the power of the pause. So let's talk about folks with ADHD. And if you've met a few of us, me, we're very in the moment. And if we have combined type or hyperactivity, we have super fast brains. So as I'm taking this class, coaching with the ADHD client, here we go. We're going to go down a little bit of rabbit hole. Just bear with me. As I'm taking this class, coaching with the ADHD client, we're following Ari Tuckman's book, which is Understand Your Brain. More than that, but I seem to have not written down what it's called. And I don't, here it is. Understand Your Brain, Get More Done. Remember the book title. That's going to be in Remembering to Remember, which is the second episode. So just stay with me. You get to experience an ADHD brain. Here I am, right? So we are very in the moment. And there are fast brains and big brains, according to Cameron Gott, who is our instructor with coaching the ADHD client. So the fast brain folks are the hyperactivity kind of folks. And the Big brain folks are the inattentive folks. And what's so interesting about this is I'm both. Sometimes I'm this super fast, crazy brain going nonstop like a speeding bullet train, which is how Cam describes it. Or I'm the Buddha sitting in a field, the big brain person who's contemplating everything and researching the heck out of everything. So when you're going down that research rabbit hole and you've got ADHD, that's your Buddha brain going on. You're not getting off the dime. You're not acting on something. You're not making it happen because you're too busy hanging out in the field, researching, feeling stuff, being, and <laughs> you name it. Fast brainers. We like jump right into action and we don't think things through. So a lot about what we're going to talk about today is a lot around this idea that you have to stop. So fast brains again, we blow past the gap, right? We blow past that pause. It doesn't happen. It's not that there's something fundamentally wrong with us. It's not that we're blowing it off. It's that our brains work this way and we have to learn how to put in that pause. like artificially. So what happens? How do you see this in adults, kids, whoever? 
We blurt things out. We interrupt. We're impatient. We finish your sentence. (laughs) So guilty of all those. We get distracted. We lose things. We forget our thoughts. We lose our keys. We forget to pay our bills. Ouch, right? And it's not that we're not, that we're using bad judgment or not using good judgment. The brain just skips that moment for any judgment to happen whatsoever. By the way, we're in the judgment-free zone. There'll be no judging of people. So we're stuck in our amygdala, that lizard brain, that most primitive part of our brain, right? And that's our limbic system. I was telling you before, all the Fs, the fight, flight, fear, freeze. And it's kind of like, go, go, go from that lizard brain. Can't you just kind of envision the lizard? I mean, they're not exactly... uh, They're not slow (laughs) unless they're hanging out in the sun. And then I guess they're a boot of the lizard, whatever. If you can learn how to stop for just a moment, then your executive functions can kick in. So a lot of the time, what we hear, especially as kids, is can't you just try harder? Well, how is that any different than telling a kid with asthma, breathe harder or breathe better? That's not what you tell a kid with asthma. You hand them a freaking inhaler. So what I'm going to do today is teach you what the inhaler could be so that you can have that pause so you can learn to start with this stop because that is where we have to start as people with ADHD. So I'll give you an example of creating a pause. Today, I had to get my easing out first thing this morning. And what I really wanted to do, bright, shiny, was look at my photo gallery. And I will confess, I did take two seconds to whip through the photo gallery, take a quick look, but I really didn't do much with it because it's easy to get out. I also had this podcast to record. So I have still not gotten back to my gallery, which is killing me because it's so good. And I can't wait to go have some bright, shiny fun with it. But I know that all these other things have to get done first. And that's that whole idea of you start with stopping. It was really hard for me. I had to like shut down that email so it wasn't tempting for me to do that thing that's way more fun than getting an easy now or doing a podcast. P.S. I love those two things. I love creating content. I love sharing it with you. But boy, those photos, really tempting. So here are some things we can do to help us with the whole idea of start with stopping. Really got to get moving because I got to take my ADHD kid to the mall and she wants to get off the sofa. She's an attentive type. She never wants to get off the sofa. So here's some things we can do. For inattention, we can reduce any external stimuli, which will help us focus. What does that look like for me? Sometimes that's putting my phone in a different room. Decluttering is big. I just helped a client declutter her home office. She was getting distracted in there. She couldn't find things. She was frustrated. She was working from the kitchen because she was so unhappy in her home office because it was too overcluttered. Turn off the noise. For me, I need it super quiet. Weirdly, I don't get this. I think I was the same as a teen, though. My daughter says listening to music helps her focus. And I've seen this in action. I've actually seen it while she's driving. She does better when she hears some music in the background. If you've got a door and you can shut it to block out the noise, everything else, that's great. Sometimes it's that going to a different space. It's not ideal. But in the short run, if your kitchen counter is less cluttered, get the heck out of your cluttered office, hire someone like me to get it uncluttered and work in your kitchen for a bit. One of the things I sometimes like to do because it helps my creativity is to go to a coffee shop because I like all the coffee noises. You can mimic that by using an app called Coffitivity at home, C-O-F-F-I-T-I-V-I-T-Y. That's reducing external stimuli. 
you can make important stimuli in your face obvious. So that's the flip side, right? So you want to have places for everything. Lord help anyone who moves my keys, my phone, or my eyeglasses. Frankly, I keep a spare pair of eyeglasses in my car because these kinds of things, if they're not in the spot that they need to be, (laughs) they're like gone forever with me. Oh my God, my cell phone. Just ask my family. They're constantly hearing the find my iPhone ding. Use any kind of focus apps on your computer. There's things like Forest. There's a whole bunch of different options for apps. I use Facebook Newsfeed Eradicator. It's just called Newsfeed Eradicator. It prevents me from looking at Facebook when I'm working on my computer at all. I've only got it on my phone. Well, my phone's in the kitchen. So I'm not going down the Facebook rabbit hole. (laughs) Awesome. It's so good. Block your time. Honor those time blocks. Use a timer like Time Timer to see the passing of times. You really know. You don't want to start something new when you're trying to get out the door. I did it today. So guilty as charged. We are almost late to our brunch. Let's talk about some for hyperactivity. You want to create situations where you can get your energy out. For me, that's power walking, hiking. You might swim. Exercise is a biggie for this one. Exercise can give you that dopamine hit that allows you to focus. I know people who skydive. I personally would not skydive, but that's what they do. They get that dopamine rush and they're super duper focused. Again, flip side, you're going to want to avoid situations that force you to sit still. You may not want an eight hour a day desk job. Let's say you have an eight hour a day desk job. Most of us do. One option is to take your calls on a headset so you can walk around while you're taking your calls. I do that a lot. Turn off your camera during Zoom, stretch, do 10 jumping jacks or squats, then turn the camera back on after you're seated again so people don't know what you're doing. Take breaks and move around. If you're working in a corporate office, take a walk around your parking lot if you have to. The point is to get your body in motion. I call it getting out of my brain and into my body. It does allow me to focus and get back in the game. Now, last category impulsivity. Resist temptation. (laughs) Dream on. Reduce temptation. So beware that Amazon shopping. It is really easy for us to shop. We don't really see the money going out, right? I've learned that I'm not going to shop for anything more than clothes, shoes, and books. I don't need anything. I've got everything I need. One option Crazy as it sounds, freeze your credit card in a bowl of water. I have taken credit cards and put them in the freezer when I know I've had to be super careful about this. I don't need that as much because I just don't shop much anymore. Minimize your temptation. If you're going to a store that you know is super tempting, take cash. Put your credit cards at home in the freezer. Just take cash. When we went to Mount Monte Carlo, I was in my early 20s. I long before I knew I had ADHD. And each of us agreed, there were about five or six of us, that we would spend the $20 for gambling. Now, this is like 30 years ago. So $20 went pretty far 30 years ago. We went in, we all gambled. We put $20 in. When someone won, they threw it back in the kitty. When we ran out of money, that was it. We all went out for this amazing dessert. So we minimized how much we were going to lose at gambling, which was $20. And then we went out and had this fabulous dinner and a nice dessert. And we didn't worry that we didn't have any money left for the rest of our trip because we hadn't, I hate to say wasted on gambling because gambling is kind of fun, but you've got to put parameters around it. Holy cow, especially if you've got ADHD. 
Another way to minimize temptation is to sleep on a big purchase for 24 hours. Don't just make it in the spur of the moment. The most recent purchase I made in the spur of the moment was it was about to be a major hurricane up here and ended up being nothing. And I did spur of the moment buy a generator. Fact is, we're going to use that generator. It wasn't a purchase that I hadn't thought about, but it sure looked impulsive. It is one we had talked about multiple times every time we've had a big storm. And finally, I just pulled it, the trigger, and I said, we've got to buy this. So those are some strategies. That gives you some ideas of this idea of response inhibition that I actually remember to remember this time, hooray, as we wrap up. If you want to learn more, stay tuned. The next episode or two, continuing on the theme of ADHD, specifically around executive functions, What they are, who's written about them, we'll be mostly talking about the Tuckman model. And if you think you're ready to deal with some of your response inhibition, especially around office or productivity, I'd love for you to reach out with me. The best way to do so is to get on my calendar. Make sure you say in the calendar, there's like a question of how you found me, say via the podcast, and it's callwithkatherine.com. I'll put that down as a link in the show notes. I would love, love, love to talk to you and see if maybe I can help you be more productive at work, be more focused, and we'll go on this amazing journey around our brains together. Thanks so much for being here with me on the podcast today. If you liked it, please review it. Your reviews make a huge difference in me getting out to more audiences or larger audience so we can be seen and heard out there in the world. Thanks so much for everything, and I'm so glad you're here with me. Tour amazing, super different brain. You've been listening to the Uncluttered Office Podcast, available on iTunes, Stitcher, Google Play, and www.productivitybydesign.com. I'm your host, Katherine Avery. If you like what you've heard, please share this episode with someone you think needs it. I would love for you to leave a review on your favorite podcast platform. Your reviews make my heart sing and can help even more people find the gifts in their productivity challenges. Thanks for listening and see you next week. This podcast is part of the Sound Advice FM network. Sound Advice FM. Women's Voices Amplified.